2024 is upon us. Let's make some New Year's resolutions. Stay tuned. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. My name is Cam Cote. I am the host of the show. Thank you to all of you who are back for another year. Um, And for those of you that this might be your first year listening to the Pro-Life Guys podcast, I hope that you are into a very, very good year. Um, I hope that all of you had a wonderful Christmas season with friends and family and everyone else, um, loved ones in your life. Um, it's a bit of a weird one for uh, my family. We, um, both my family and my in-laws are um, all in Victoria. And so almost every year, um, the family goes back to Victoria um, amidst the whirlwind of airports and um, staying with my parents, my, my in-laws, and their lovely, lovely people with uh, much less um, baby-proofed houses than uh, my, my house. And so there's a little bit more vigilance that often goes on. But this year, uh, we made the, the bit of a tough decision to stay in Calgary um, and, and avoid some of that kind of run around and hustle and bustle and whatnot. And so it meant for a lot more video calls, missing a lot of family and friends and whatnot from Victoria. But um, it, it did mean that we were able to spend a bunch of downtime just as a little family of four. Um, which was an absolute blast. We got to the Calgary Zoo a whole bunch. We got to um, go swimming a bit, uh, which was fun. Uh, my daughter's four years old now, and she was able to go on the big girl slide at our local YMCA. Uh, she's tall enough to get on it. Um, I went down first, and it was an absolute, it's been a long time since I've been on a water slide. Um, and I thought that it was going to be way too intense for her, um, but she ended up loving it. And so um, it was a very, very good time um, to be um, standing in Calgary, getting just some quality time with uh, my wife and kids and our church community here in Calgary. Um, and so so I hope that that you can um, say the same, that you had a good um, holiday season and that you're fired up for 2024. And um, I know that we do um, a New Year's resolutions um, episode every year, and it was interesting. So I, I listened to the last couple that we did, and, and two years ago, we focused a lot on... Um, getting trained, getting training from um, the podcast, getting training from um, CCPR experts at different programs and whatnot. Um, really important, obviously, lays the foundation for effective pro-life engagement and outreach. Um, last year, uh, we, we had a much greater focus on doing activism, taking that training that you have um, been taken up for so many of you that have been along for the ride ever since the show launched almost three and a half years ago, which is wild. Um, it's been a long run, and we appreciate everyone who's been along for the ride, whether you started day one or whether you're a, a, a new team member, as it were. Um, we were thrilled for that. So last year, a large part of our focus was on doing activism. And this year, what I would love to focus on and what I would encourage and empower each and every one of you listening is to not only maintain and continue to persevere in both of those first two New Year's resolutions of getting more training, getting more educated, getting more practice in, but even more so getting um, and getting more activism accomplished. But this year, I would really love to focus on team building, 
team building and building groups across our country. I think that our Faces of Abortion tour, as we focused on so heavily in 2023, um, really demonstrated how much of an appetite, how much of a hunger there has been for effective pro-life ministry across the country. And while there's phenomenal groups that are active um, coast to coast, to be able to augment them with more of the success that we have witnessed within CCBR's um, pro-life outreach and the way that we have um, structured our outreach. Not only do we have the polling that we've talked about ad nauseum, I feel like um, 67.3% of people who simply view an abortion victim image feel more negatively about abortion after viewing that image than they do so beforehand. Um, and and that's often the first step for them in their journey towards the pro-life worldview, that um, what we've seen based on now over 6,000 conversations with abortion-minded people over the last two years in Western Canada alone, um, what we have found is that over 25%, 27% of pro-abortion people that we talk to um, become fully pro-life by the end of that first and single conversation. Whether they're going from radically supporting abortion in all situations to becoming fully pro-life, or some of them, or probably even many of them, going from a limited support of abortion to um, complete rejection of abortion, 27% of people who speak with somebody using our roadmap for effective conversations and um, implementing not only the, the conversation tools, but often, um, almost always actually, um, also integrating abortion victim photography, 27% of those people becoming fully pro-life by the end of that conversation and an additional 25% more becoming significantly more pro-life. So they're going from supporting abortion in all situations to, okay, I have to catch my bus and and now I'm down to only thinking that abortion is okay in the case of sexual assault. I'm going to have to keep thinking about this um, or coming into the conversation saying, I think it's okay through all nine months of pregnancy and leaving the conversation saying, I got to get back to class. However, you're right. It is absolutely barbaric to perform abortions after 12 weeks. I'm still going to have to think about it beforehand. People that we didn't get all the way there, people that absolutely demand and deserve um, a follow-up conversation, uh, which we're working on being able to facilitate more and more this year. And, and that's really cool. More than half of the people that we talk to who support abortion in one way or another, at the very least, significantly move towards the pro-life worldview with over 25% of them becoming fully pro-life. The remainder, um, that whatever it is, 48% of people, something like that, it's not that they're remaining absolutely and unequivocally pro-abortion. Many of them are walking away saying like, hey, you make some really good points. However, I'm going to have to chew on this a little bit more. Maybe I've had an abortion. My, my loved one has had an abortion. And I'm not quite ready to loosen my commitment to the pro-abortion worldview. But you make some really good points. I'm going to have to think about this more. Um, there's a lot of people in that um, group that we've planted very significant seeds with that, that by God's grace, we hope will will come to fruition um, in the days, weeks, months that follow after that conversation. And so absolutely do more training, absolutely do more activism. This year, we are going to be, um, for the show, trying to help and support people like you in groups like the one that you may be affiliated with. Maybe you're in a robust group that is doing multiple forms of um, CSPR style activism every single week. Maybe you're in a group that hasn't committed to doing abortion victim photography or proactive conversations yet, but you're on the way there. Or maybe you're in a community where there is no formal group and 
you're you're trying to integrate these conversation skills in your workplace and your family wherever but there's no group around you to support you that's one of my big focuses this year and that's really um a big change that i want to bring about on the show i i feel like I, I talked about this a number of times last year and for those of you who are new to the show i don't want to be too much of a debbie downer on our first episode of 2024 but i think that it is very evident that 2023 was a rough year for the show um I, that's not to say that we didn't have good episodes. I think there were some very good episodes, some really cool interviews, some really good coverage. Um, but I, I, I take it upon myself. I did not do a very good job of staying true to the mission of the show, of equipping the audience with the tools they need to have compassionate and compelling conversations. So often the episodes that I was recording were done with not as much prep preparation as they deserved. Um, and, and I can make all sorts of excuses, but I don't think that you care about, uh, not, not that you don't care about them, but um, that's not the point. Um, episodes at times didn't have enough preparation and also episodes that were not true to the vision of CCBR, that we had core episodes that were really cool interviews with people like authors or politicians or others that really didn't touch upon apologetics whatsoever. And so for 2024, my um, New Year's resolution as the host of the show and as the, the kind of primary or at this point exclusive podcaster on the pro-life guys podcast is to get back to our roots to get back to the vision and mission of the pro-life guys podcast and make it so that our core content is always and only one of two things one ccbr apologetics how do we have conversations about abortion and so i'm going to talk to a number of guests about different apologetic approaches i've had really cool conversations with josh kappas and, and emily albrecht from um, equal rights institute i've talked to scott klusendorf in the past i've talked to mark harrington and others from other really good apologetics organizations and yet so often it, it can be confusing. And I've gotten feedback from, um, from audience members that it can be confusing of this seems different than the roadmap than, that you guys are trying to get us all to use. And so we are going to feature guests on the show um, from apologetics organizations. But those are going to be bonus apologetics episodes. They are going to be deep dives into... Um, different considerations around apologetics content and then there's going to be a paired episode as to how we at ccbr filter all of those considerations all of that background all of that insight into the roadmap for having effective conversations and so there's not going to be that confusion anymore of cam's been trying to pump that we always start the conversation with um, common ground analogy question. And yet in this episode that he did with this other pro-life organization, they talked all about how they start conversations in a different way. We get it. There, there are other approaches to um, having good conversations about abortion, but we have yet to find anything that statistically produces the kind of results that we're witnessing. And so there's going to be a ton of either solo episodes or episodes just with CSPR staff talking about how we approach apologetics. We are going to have affiliated with that conversations with guests from other pro-life organizations about how they are engaging on apologetics and then kind of weighing the merits and, and how do we process those insights through the lens of CSPR's outreach. 
And so that's going to be the first major kind of core content, much more of a deep dive on um, apologetics approaches. I've got a notebook. I've got about 24 different topics that I'm already planning on. Some of them are being recorded this week even. Um, And so there's going to be a huge focus just on central apologetics. If you have questions, if you have ideas or thoughts or circumstances that have come up, please send them my way and I will um, tackle them through the lens of CCBR's um, roadmap for, for conversations um, and, and give you shout outs if you want to shout out. If you don't want to shout out, just put that in the, the email or message or whatever, however you're reaching out to us. Um, and so we're going to have a big focus first and foremost on apologetics. Secondarily, to be able to facilitate that New Year's resolution of team building and growing the movement, we are going to have a secondary core focus on that thing exactly that growth and development of teams we have invested so much time and energy we have so many incredible people working at ccbr that have grown this movement so dramatically we are now up to over 30 people working year round um, at ccbr we are working with high schools we're working with universities we're working with churches we're working with community groups we're working with all sorts of different groups and i got a list of at this point almost 20 different topics for how do you build your pro-life community. Topics ranging from public speaking to recruitment to how do you organize good and effective socials? How do you recruit people through events and tabling and other things like that? How do you mentor and support um, new volunteers? How do you challenge and mentor and improve long-time volunteers that may not be implementing the tools that you want them to be how do you manage a team how do you appreciate a team how do you build a team all of these considerations are going to be in our second style of um core content and again we're going to be labeling them so you know exactly what you're getting um and there's no confusion is this tuesday's episode going to be apologetics or something else um And so apologetics, we're going to have team building. And again, we're going to be talking with leaders in the movement who have blazed the trail for growth and development um, and get their insight. And then again, we're going to pair that with CCBR-centric episodes as well. How do we apply this through the lens of our End the Killing Plan? How do we pair this through the lens of how we're conducting activism and outreach? All that kind of thing. Okay, the last thing is that we're not doing away with all of the fun, random episodes we've been doing. I really like the fact that we've been able to feature some authors, some politicians, some people doing a different form of pro-life ministry, a focus on, um, I've got episodes lined up already for adoption and foster care, that kind of thing. Those are really important episodes. It's not that we're doing away with that and we're forgetting about the rest of the pro-life movement or the rest of what's necessary to make abortion Um, no longer practiced, but rather those are simply going to be listed as bonus episodes. And so for those of you that are interested in hearing about books about pro-life legislation or books about the history of the pro-life movement or books about this or that, um, talking to guests who have a focus in the pastoral arm of the pro-life movement or the political arm of the pro-life movement or whatever it may be, We're still going to do those episodes, but they are going to be listed purely as bonus episodes. They're not going to take up a Tuesday content spot. They're not going to be a replacement for core apologetics or team building. 
And so that's the feedback that I've gotten. If you think that's a cool plan, then um, let me know. If you think that's an awful plan, if you are here for something entirely different than apologetics and really want to go in a different direction, then let me know. Um, I I really appreciate all of your insight. I appreciate all of you people um, out there. I'm sure that many of them don't actually listen to the show. I've gotten so many offers for how to improve, um, improve our SEO, our search engine optimization, particularly on YouTube. Um, Jacob Legite and I have been working on that a little bit. Jacob has been um, holding my hand and and coaching me along in a few different areas. There should be a little bit more social media content coming out um, along the way as well. And I hope to improve our YouTube presence, but I don't want to do that at the expense of our audio only. Over 95% of our audience is audio only on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or whatever it may be. Um, and I don't want to compromise the content and try to push too many people who don't want to be on YouTube over to YouTube. If you're not a YouTube person, that's cool. Uh, but I do want to continue to provide some exclusive content on YouTube that is much more oriented towards video um, as well. So definitely stay tuned for that. Before I wrap up the episode, two major things. And I apologize. This is something that I'm trying to get away of, and I'm doing a bad job of it in my first episode of the year. Apologies. I'm trying to make announcements early off the show. Two big things coming down the tube. We have our online crash course that is happening on Sanctity of Life, um, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Um, that, um, the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday itself is Sunday, um, January 21st. I will be doing an online crash course, online only. So it's all going to be done via video call, um, on Friday, January 19th and Saturday, January 20th. I'm going to be covering five topics as a part of this online crash course. Friday night, we're going to be talking about understanding abortion in Canada. Saturday morning, we're going to be crushing through some fundamentals of pro-life apologetics, um, how to talk to post-abortive mothers and fathers. Fourth talk is going to be why and how to use abortion victim photography within your context. And fifth is going to be a send-off talk, kind of summarizing everything and talking about the change that we can, by God's grace, facilitate um, in Canada and arguably around the world as well by implementing these strategies. And so it's going to be kind of cool. So not only is there an option, $10 registration fee for live content, $10, you get to tune in to all of the workshops, interaction, there's going to be a ton of breakout rooms um, to practice mock dialogue with CSPR staff, um, and really make sure that you are understanding and um, able to implement these talking points and, um, approaches to, to conversations. Not only is there that $10 option, there's also a $10 option for all of you who, who are either listening, um, time of posting, but aren't able to join for a crash course or only able to join for a portion of it. Um, or anyone who might be listening later in the year after this has already happened. If you say, oh my goodness, I'm listening in the middle of June and I'm really sorry that I missed this at the beginning of January kind of thing. We are doing a $10 option as well that you can register for $10 to get all of the recordings. The recordings are going to be different than um, the different than the regular podcast. And so there's value 10 bucks and you get all of those. It's going to be about six or seven hours of content, um, answering specific questions, getting into the further nitty gritty of how to process, um, different considerations that might come up in conversation. I will not be like, I'll be recording, but we'll be cutting out all of the audience voices. So you're not gonna be able to see who else was on the call. You're not going to hear other people asking questions. However, I will be repeating all of the questions that are 
they're asked so that you can appreciate, okay, Cam's given us this roadmap. I've got this question in mind. And thankfully, somebody who attended the crash course asked this question, Cam repeated it and um, answered how we're going to try to navigate it. And so first of all, we have this online crash course. Please do sign up for it. Sign up for it live. Sign up for the recordings. If you want both of them for 15 bucks, you get both of them. You can attend live and get all of the recordings afterwards. And so you can do that. You can find that on the website. Um, show no, uh, link in the show notes below. Second of all, we've been talking about our Florida AAP um, mission trip, the Abortion Awareness Project Florida mission trip. We're going to be down in Florida for two weeks at towards the end of Florida. Um, I will be there for week one. I fly down on February 16th. I fly back a week later, whatever that's going to be, the 23rd or something like that. Um, and we have a huge need right now in Florida for host homes. We are going to be in four different communities over two weeks. We're going to be in Orlando. We are going to be in Miami. We're going to be in Boca Raton. And we are going to be... Um, Sarasota, I want to say. And so if you know people, if you yourself are in Florida, I know that we got a couple of listeners in Florida. If you are in Florida or if you know people in Florida that might be willing and able to host a couple of people for a couple of nights while we're in Florida, please hit me up with an email and I'll get you in touch with our Florida AAP team. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So again, thank you all for bearing with me through 2023. I do really hope um, and I am quite confident that 2024 can be a significantly better year for the show, offering better, higher quality, more consistent content and a wider range of content while getting back to our roots of high quality pro-life apologetics through the lens of CCBR's conversational approach and two, fulfilling your, hopefully, New Year's resolution in the pro-life movement of building a pro-life team where you are. Maybe you're starting from scratch. Maybe you're starting with a massive team already. Every pro-life team needs to grow. Nobody should ever be satisfied. If you're in a group that has 200 active members and you're out witnessing three, four, five, ten times a week, we need more. You need to be doing more because we have so far to go. And so maybe that involves a, a wider time range. Maybe that's more locations. Maybe that's um, different opportunities. Maybe you're you're branching out into a new geography altogether. We need tremendous growth within the pro-life movement. We are moving in the right direction. Um, I've talked about it on the show before that we are the only Western nation or we are the, the, the Western nation that is moving towards the pro-life worldview the quickest in that in the last 10 years, we've grown by over 10% of popular opinion towards um, the pro-life worldview entirely. What I mean by that is that 10 year, just over 10 years ago, um, we were polling at around 11% of Canadians identified as being completely against abortion in all circumstances, and we're now at around 23%. We have an awful long ways to go. We are far behind a lot of countries, um, certainly south of the border in America, and even further south in Central and South America, um, uh, even many countries in Europe as well in Asia. We are far behind, but we're moving in the right direction. And wherever you're tuning in from, whether you're here in Canada, whether you're one of our wonderful folks down in New Zealand, again, huge shout out to our New Zealand folks. Um, we're going to be able to continue building our team. And so I hope that's something that you can implement in your home community. I look forward to being in touch with you. May God bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however many hours are left in your day.